0: Good morning, and welcome to Well That Was Fun with Becca Buffo. This is my fourth podcast, and I'm recording it in the morning time, so you're going to hear some interesting sounds today. I hope that you enjoy what I've got to talk about. Well, let's get right to it. Okay, so the dentist. (laughs) Um, Growing up, I didn't really care about going to the dentist. It wasn't something that was like a huge anxiety in my life, and that has changed. The older I've gotten, the less I've enjoyed going to the dentist. Um, And a lot of it stems from, (laughs) uh, in 2013, uh, I was driving from Menominee, Wisconsin, to Williston, North Dakota, to complete my student teaching for the fall. And as we were driving, we were like around the Twin Cities and it was Kyle and my younger brother and I, and um, I had made some like breakfast sandwiches, like an egg sandwich with toast and a fried egg and like, I don't know, some form of breakfast meat. Anyway, uh, we were driving and I took a big bite and a back molar, like a quarter of it. Just completely broke off in my mouth and I panicked and I freaked out and at this point I had not been to the dentist in like a good five, ten years. No, 10 years. We figured it out because it was like 2003 when I was in middle school was the last time that I had been to the dentist and um, I was mortified it didn't hurt it wasn't painful but it was shocking and like just to tell you like how superstitious my younger brother and I have kind of turned he was like well I gotta finish the sandwich because if I don't finish the sandwich my teeth are gonna fall out but he didn't say that out loud at the time because we were too preoccupied with my like hyperventilating because I like pulled it out of my mouth and then freaked out and threw it out the window without looking at it and I thought like First I was like, is that a calcium deposit, like, from this egg? What what got into the sandwich that was so hard? And then, like, you know, your, your tongue goes around your mouth to see, like, if there's anything else, and there was, like, a gaping hole, and what had happened is the cavity had grown down, and the root of my, like, the nerve bundle had actually, like, gone away from the cavity, like, grown down itself, and then it had fractured over to the side, and... Um, after some panicking and calling uh, my mother-in-law, who's not my mother-in-law at the time, um, calling Kyle's mom, she was like, okay, here's what you need to do. She's so good in emergency situations. She's like, you need to, like, go go into a suburb. Of the cities, find a Walgreens. There's gonna be a tooth repair kit. And like, how this woman knows this stuff, I don't even know. But she was at work, and she works at a local car dealership, and she's worked there for 30 plus years now. And we have what's called the council, which is her and these same like women that work in the office, and that they've worked so long together that they just have this joint knowledge. (laughs) And it was great. Anyway, why am I talking about? dentist today? Well because I have my dental cleaning. So ever since I've been married, uh Kyle's been really good about making sure that every six month he six months he goes and gets a cleaning. And so he's just when he schedule his he'll schedule mine. And then, uh, we were supposed to have them like in March and then everything shut down and everything was canceled. So I'm, I'm kind of wondering what it's going to look like today. They're not having us wait in the waiting room. You're supposed to come at your designated timer as close to it as you possibly can. Um, we're going to be switching the girls because his starts at 10 and mine starts at 11. So, uh, by the time you're listening to this, it's probably already going to be done, but set out some good positive vibes for me, please. So we have chickens and some people in my life don't fully understand what it means to like open the chickens every morning and like the crazy noise they make. So I thought I'd just record it for you this morning. So here we go, I'm going to open the door and try to get out of the way because they're here. you can hear the different ages that one that's like squawk is like a normal age chicken and then you hear the hens going cluck 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 and the little peeps of the little chicks and the rooster he's just excited for them to not be shut up anymore so we have uh, three batches of chicks that we've hatched now this season, summer, springish. And uh, Kyle just told me last night that another hen is now broody. She's sitting on four eggs. And I'm like, okay, but we need to stop because there's a lot of chickens. There's a lot of chickens in our lives. I love libraries and not being able to go to our public libraries has been a really tough change in my life. Um, Libraries were like the first place where I had full autonomy and could like go and explore things by myself. Um, I'm a 90s kid. I was born in 1989 so I grew up at the golden age of riding your bike around town and uh, in the two cities where I grew up Primarily Menominee, Wisconsin, and Williston, North Dakota. Um, Menominee was with my mom. Williston was with my dad, and we kind of had the same rules that when the street lights turned on, you had to be home. And we did not have cell phones, which is terrifying now that like I'm a parent and I think about just all the things that might have happened. I'm really glad that I grew up when I did because my parents were very like, okay. These are the emergency things in case something happens, but really they let us kind of roam and grow up on our own. Now that I'm living out in the country, I don't know what that's going to look like for my daughters uh, because we do have some pretty busy roads here, but uh, I was a bike rider on the sidewalks and I know that that's like like any transportation specialist will roll their eyes when I say this and be like, you need, you need to ride your bike on the road. But like as a 10 year old, as you know, an eight, nine, 10, all the way up to 13, like the bike was my, well, let's be real all the way until I got my driver's license. I rode my bike everywhere. Um, and it definitely was always something that screamed summertime to me. So we would ride our bikes, my sister, my brother, and I had a, a couple good friends, uh, in the summertime, we would ride our bikes around Williston, and I'd go straight to the library, and they had, like, a magazine exchange program that was so cool, because I got to see, like, Glamour, and Teen Vogue, and Red Book, and, like, Seventeen Magazine, and Tiger, and, like, all of these, uh, like, just mag- just rags, right? And then as I got older, it was, like, Women's Day, and, like, sophisticated magazines. Programs as an adult at libraries, especially as a new mom, were fantastic. They have at the Eau Claire Public Library, the Ellie Phillips Memorial Library, shout out to to their amazing just programs and, and planning uh, teams. They do great. There was story time and there was like a bouncing babies class and then like a toddler time. And the summer of 2017, right after I had Thea, I'm a go-go-go person, and right after I had our first daughter, uh, it was so nice to be able to go and... Have fun at the library and be in a different setting, and not be stuck at home with this infant, and to be in a room of people who understood what it was like to have a newborn. Uh, we started going when she was only two weeks old, and I remember some of the moms were like, "You're straight up crazy balls for being here so early." I made some really good friends through it, and I try to keep in touch with them. I have two families that we kind of bonded over our kiddos, and what's funny is that uh, one little boy his birthday is in July and then the the other little girl her birthday is in October and then Sweet Peas birthday is in February so we had enough time between the kids where we could be like hey did your child do this and like it was really nice for me to be able to like see other moms and other moms that like I admire their parenting style and be like what's going on with this what is a nursing strike like all the things what kind of pump do you use for breastfeeding And I just really miss that about the library. Uh, Funny story that I have about Kyle and going to the library is that he grew up very, you know, like I've said before, very differently than I did. And he did not have a library card until after we were married, like almost like I was pregnant when we did this. And it was hilarious because we go into the library and we'd, we'd walk around. And I think it was when I was trying to like print off school work and we didn't have a home printer and I wanted to like double check something so I'd use the internet cafe that they have there you know all the the computer bank and man I got to tell you library computer banks have changed so very much since I was young and so Kyle's walking around and he comes back to me and he's like wait so let me get this right we can take anything out of here for free and use it and then return it for free, and I was like, "Well, you know, there there can be late fines and like all of this stuff, and we technically pay through, for it through our taxes, and like local city ordinances can can do like a tiff tax and stuff." And and he was just like, his mind was boggled. He was like, "Wait, so I can like check out a video game from here and use it and not have to spend sixty bucks on it?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and he was just like gobsmacked, and it was so funny to like have have his joy and to have that realization that we did grow up so very differently that this is funny so he goes well how do I get one of these library cards and, I was like... and at this point like we'd been having this conversation for a while now and I was like getting annoyed and wanting to check out and we were at the checkout and I'm like well see this nice young lady behind the desk you look at her and go I re- please will you help me I require a library card and like this lady is watching watching this conversation just laughing and Kyle goes please excuse me. I require a library card. And she just like paired back exactly the way that I said it. And she just was howling and she's like, okay, I need proof of address. I need this, that, and the other thing. And like, it's just really fun to see how, uh, his, his relationship with libraries have changed because like before COVID he was getting so comfortable that he would go himself and, uh, just, just go and like, check he, he really is into audiobooks because of the way that he works sometimes he's you know fixing a furnace or working on plumbing a building by himself so he'll have his phone on and he'll do audiobooks or when he's driving around to different job sites instead of listening to the radio all day he will put in an audiobook cd and uh, it's just funny because I still call them book on tapes We used to get them for our car rides, uh, transporting between the different households. And it's just really interesting and and fun to see how the world is changing um, starting at home. Have you heard about the beauty of cheese? I live in Wisconsin, so one time or another, you had to expect that I would I would talk about cheese. I just learned some really interesting things about cheese this morning. I was listening to Wisconsin Public Radio, and uh, the demand and supply chain for cheese is just fascinating to me. Uh, there are so many different people that put in mass orders, like schools, and restaurants, and food supply chains, and hospitals, and you know nursing homes, and all of those things where you think of a cafeteria setting. Well, when the bottom dropped out of the market, when Safer at Home and Stay at Home orders were issued, uh, some interesting things happened to cheese. Um, So something that's interesting about the dairy industry that I learned today was that cheddar by the pound actually sets like the major price for the market. So they kind of look at the price of cheddar and then apply that price to like gallons of milk. Or mozzarella or specialty cheeses and um, cheddar is what people turn to making in times of duress in times where the market is is different because it ages so well um, so this year 2020 the set low price for cheese for cheddar by the pound it dropped down to a dollar and uh, the high skyrocketed up to $2.81 think about that it like the price range is crazy a dollar to two dollars and 81 cents for a pound of cheese it's just really really interesting to me um so that's what I learned my favorite type of cheese is like extra sharp cheddar and you know I like it when it's kind of like the fancy stuff where it's like it cuts a little differently don't really like like the super processed um like squeaky cheese like in a brick, but I love cheese curds. Um, I was talking to one of my girlfriends who lives in Arizona earlier this year, and we were talking, and I was at the grocery store and I was like, I have like five different types of cheese in my cart. And it was cream cheese for morning bagels. And then I had like two different kinds of um, black cheese. All this talking about cheese has invited my rooster to climb up the steps so to our deck. So I'm just gonna chase down the steps away oh, uh, from me for a moment. <laughs> um, and then we had cheese curds and shredded cheese. Like, I, I just love all the cheese. Cheese is great. Speaking of being up on our deck, we have a bunch of home projects that we've been doing lately and one of them was painting the deck. It's this interesting like, red wood color and uh, we actually spent a little money and got specific deck paint because this is, this is our house now and we really want to keep it nice. Um, we've had so many home projects lately. Just last night we did oh geez a bunch this weekend we have an event coming up which is um the littlest before is getting baptized into the catholic church and we are having our small circle of immediate family come over to our house afterwards and it's going to be the largest grouping of people um And I gotta tell you, I am nervous about it. I was talking to Kyle about it last night. Just what is this gonna look like? How are we going to make sure that people are safe and that we're providing enough space for everyone to, to branch off to the smaller families? And uh, so we've got it planned out. But so in getting ready for this, I painted the deck and I've only had one gallon so far. So not all portions of the deck have been painted. First thing I wanted to do was the floor because being in an area that has all four seasons, snow builds up and then it's rainy and then it gets really, really hot and it bakes and stuff. So I did the floor first and it's crazy how a coat of paint can change something um I'm not a huge fan of like red decks I never have been my dad had a red deck growing up and then the last time I had to paint it in college um He was deployed with FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency at the time, so I got to pick out the color and I was like, well, if I'm the one who's going to be painting, because it seems like my entire life I just paint everything, Um, I, I picked like a dark brown and since then he's had the deck converted into like a screened in sun porch and they tore the old one off. Um, and put in, you know, a whole new floor and stuff. So yeah, uh, the deck looks awesome. Last night, we, and by we, it's like the royal we, it means that Kyle, (laughs) um, Kyle patched uh, some of the cement under our carport and I'm excited to see how that sets up. It is summertime in Wisconsin, so like I said, lots of different seasons here and it's very humid and very hot and so we had talked about all the projects we kind of want to get done and like which ones will need the most time. So I started painting last Friday and I've painted the floor, the hand railings, And then some of the spokes, like the spokes that are going up and down the stairs, and then some kind of by, like, our table and where our thermometer is and where one of the bird feeders is. But, like, I still have to do the rest of it. It's not too noticeable because I painted over the stuff that needed it first, so now the stuff that's left over, it's just kind of a faded version of the original paint. So we'll see how far that gets before everyone gets here this weekend. So, like I said, Kyle patched the cement. And then uh, trying to get on top of this deer in the garden situation, I heard a couple years ago on a radio show that to keep deer away from things, like I think they were talking about apple trees at the time, but they took Irish spring soap and they drilled holes through it and hung it on a rope. So like soap on a rope, and then they hung it in the tree to keep the deer away from the apples. And I was like, oh, what if this will work with my green beans? Because guess what? He did or she did. I think it's a I think it's a doe and a fawn. So uh, the mom found the newest planted green beans and they were doing so well but now they're not. So what I did is I went to the Dollar Tree, bought a bunch of Irish Spring soap and a pack of dowels and last night I drilled into it and stuck the dowel in it so it looks like like a soap sucker and then a sucker that is made of soap and I went and I put them in the garden in a few places so so hopefully that works we also uh, swept out the garage and moved some of our moving boxes that have like some of my instruction books that I've not yet put away um, we moved those boxes up into the shelves in the garage so that we can have a table in the garage we're gonna move the vehicles <clears throat> we're gonna have a table in the garage for people to sit at. We're going to have a table under the carport for people to sit at and then we're going to have a table uh, like over by our clothesline and then we have one up on the deck, but the one up on the deck is only for two people. So, you know, I don't know who's going to be up here. Maybe my mom. I'm not sure. She likes to branch off, get away, and she usually brings the books to things, so that if she she needs her her space and her time, she can just kind of absorbed into a book. Something that's been weighing on me a little bit uh, this week has been, what is school opening in the fall going to look like? And I've been going through these different stages of, we'll know when we know leave it up to the professionals. They're trying and the stages of no one is an adult. Everybody is flying by the seat of their pants. Uh, we don't know what it's going to look like. And as a teacher of specialty content areas, I'm just wondering like what what that life is going to be and how I'm going to be dealing with it. So being an art and music teacher, my room has always been a communal learning room, meaning I see multiple classes a day or how would I function as a teacher. Um, So what traditionally happens is that when a specialty teacher gets a class, that teacher then either has other duties or has a prep period. So the kids are out of their room so that they can like set up the next lesson or do their grading or do something like that and the kids are out of the space. Um, So what does that look like for me? Uh, like, either in between grade levels, I'd have to have enough time to clean and sanitize my space. Or, um, I might be a traveling teacher. So there's these, it's called, like, teacher on a cart. So you have art on a cart or music on a cart. And you literally have a cart that rolls around the buildings. Except for the fact that my buildings are so old that there aren't any elevators so there are two flights of stairs uh and at one of the buildings i'm straight up in the basement so that's three flights of stairs to get to the top level um i just i don't know and then i saw this really funny meme and it just kind of like calmed me down and it'll just show you how much of a nerd i am so in the avengers movies the hulk is a guy right and in one of the movies, he's Bruce Banner, and he's looking down the road, and he's like looking over his shoulder, and the road is like just decimated. Like, and you know, some alien race has come through. God only knows what's going on. And he goes, "That's our secret. There is no plan." And I feel like that's exactly what's going on right now. Like, even even going back to our very first podcast where I was talking about ordering school supplies. Like, I don't, I don't know, so I didn't order any clay. Because what's the point of spending money on clay if my kids are never going to be able to use it? It's such a hands-on material that, like, I usually have to go and physically help them. And I'm I'm just a little worried, like, teaching from a document camera only goes so far. And sometimes, like, touching a student's work is the easiest way to show them different techniques. And that's not going to be possible. And then thinking about music, like, singing aerosolized you know droplets can come through and like uh, there's just a lot of anxiety uh, on my part mixed in with this and so I'm trying to enjoy summer and not think too far ahead but then also I've made 19 art videos now that like if I do turn to distance learning I'll be able to do that um but that's only art, like not even music. So, and then not only singing, but being able to use rhythm instruments is huge for the younger kids. So my heart just kind of aches knowing that we don't know. So this has been, well, that was fun, with Becca Buffo. Sorry to kind of end on a downer, but, you know, we all go through these periods in life where we're super cheerful and happy about something and then jokey and then, you know, get down to the real stuff of of what's really bothering us. So uh, everybody gets to own their own emotions and and I hope that you've seen the different facets of, of what's going on in my head right now um, and to know that it's okay to not know it's okay to be unsure uh, but it's not okay to not, not recognize those feelings in yourself or to deny yourself the range of emotions that as humans we go through so uh, and enjoy this and I will talk to you next time love you guys bye